What's up, everyone? Hope all is well with you and yours on this day. Uh, welcome to another episode of Top It Up with Ike. Today I got with me Mr. James, who's going to help me break down the top of the day, which is the Saints versus the Atlanta Falcons. Say what's up, Mr. James. What's up, who that nation? Uh, yes, sir, Mr. James. What you thought about that game today? Uh, very uneven performance. Uh, a, a team win, nonetheless. Kind of up and down. Got a little sloppy in the second half, as we'll get into. But uh, overall, I'm excited to come away with another win. Yeah, real talk. This was uh. I think at the end of the day, you just you're just looking for a win. You know, uh, you can't you can't always get caught up in how pretty it is or uh, the perfectionist of of uh, of calling each game. But um, at, the, at the end of the day, you just want to come come away with the W. So, Absolutely. Uh, yeah. So uh, let's let's get into the offense a little bit in the first, in the first half. First half, I thought we really moved the ball, man. I thought we uh, we did a good job of moving the ball, but um, we just kept getting in our own way. Uh, uh, we'll get down there and we'll have a penalty, a holding call, and Bob's not being – by Drew Brees not being in there, I think it's important that we play perfect ball on the offensive side because um, it's just a different offense, right? Um, you have Taysom Hill who is – who is good, but he's not. He's not Drew Brees. I thought he actually did a good job today. Um, he made some good throws. He just got to secure the ball a little better, um, and not have those uh, key turnovers, which kept uh, kept Atlanta in, in the in the game. One of those turnovers was pretty huge because he was about to go into for a touchdown and stretch the lead out. So um, he had a good game. I just thought he had to secure the ball better, and um, Moving forward, and also, I like to see him uh, come out with more efficiency in the first on the first drive because we've been starting kind of late, uh, scoring touchdowns, you know. So just to get in the first drive and go down the field and uh, get some points, score a touchdown, you know, that'll be improvement. Uh, something I'm looking looking for him going forward if he's going to start next week or not I don't know yet but um, if he is the starter just to go down there and get points and we can kind of get ahead of guys and and, um, and which helps up our defense put them in a position where they got to continue to throw the ball on us so officer thought we did good um, for the most part I thought we did move the ball we just didn't take advantage of our opportunities yeah, the first possession was a three and out. Um, a little sloppy on that first possession, uh, but I think in that second possession, we settled down some, actually went on a pretty impressive drive going down the field. I mean, to be honest with you, I think this was Taysom Hill's best performance out of the three easily, even the first Atlanta game. I agree. I think – yeah, I think this game he looked a lot more poised. He looked a lot more like an NFL quarterback. Right. And the first game he made some good throws. Today he made some excellent throws. Yeah. 
yeah, he was throwing the ball with a lot of velocity on it, uh, pinpoint accuracy. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a throw he made to Michael Thomas in the second quarter on third and 17. Uh, that, yeah, he picked up 18 yards. And I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, man, that's one of the most impressive throws I've seen mm-hmm. uh, from Saints quarterback in, in quite some time. Just the velocity. He threw that ball on the rope about 33 yards down the field in distance, in total distance. Right. And uh, he hit Michael Thomas perfectly on the sideline, picked up 18 yards. Yeah. I Not only was – go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, yeah, I think that was uh... – I, th- I think that was definitely a good example of, of uh, the arm strength that he had to, to be able to throw that ball. Them, like you said, those balls were so impressive. I was sitting there, I was like, man, I don't think Drew Brees would be able to make that throw. <laughs> you know what no. I mean? With that no. much velocity, I don't think he would have be able to complete some of the passes that uh, Taysom Hill was able to complete today. Well, not only that, man, uh, it goes to show you the extreme confidence that the coaching staff has in him to even attempt those throws. You know, a lot of teams in the league, not just backup quarterbacks. I mean, they're starting quarterbacks in the league where their coaches don't have enough confidence in them uh, to execute a, a pass play that long down the field on the third and 17. Most guys just run a draw play and punt the ball, right? Sure. Uh, see, if, see if we can catch them off guard with a run, uh, punt the ball, play good defense, uh, flip the field if we can. But uh, that that showed that they had an extreme amount of confidence in him uh, to even attempt that throw, and he rewarded that confidence with that with that play. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, I would say on the, I, I would say that our ground game was a little bit. Um, I was just surprised that Latavius Murray didn't get more touches in this game, uh, especially being that he had a lot of productivity last week. I thought we would have kind of stuck with him a little bit more in the um in the first half, try to establish um the ground game a little bit, but uh, they chose to use Kamara a little more in this game and, and I think remember last time in the Falcons game I brought it up but um even though he had a productive game, he still struggles the the Falcons is not his favorite team. I, I really think that um Deion Jones does does a do a great job uh, against the run game when it comes to Kamara, um, but I just thought Murray would have got a little bit more touches um, this week in this game. Well, it's it's funny. One of my biggest criticisms of Sean Payton and the Saints' offense is that they underutilize. Um, well, I'm not going to say underutilized. What I think that they bad in is letting running backs develop a rhythm. Yeah. Right? So I think what you see from Kamara sometimes are these spotty moments where there's moments he doesn't look well, uh, doesn't look like he's gaining much on the ground, then he hits a big play or two. Uh, just like today, it didn't seem like he was uh, you know, very effective on the ground, but then you look, he had 15 rushes for 88 yards and a touchdown. Right. Right. Yeah. So I, I think they do have to do a better job at letting him as well as Murray, whatever backs in the game, develop some momentum and the, uh, develop some rhythm in the running game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am starting to question his vision a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we talked about that briefly last week, looking at some of the running plays, looking at opportunities 
and yards that he left on the field on certain plays. Mm-hmm. But uh, overall, it's hard to argue with 15 for 88 and a touchdown. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, I, I think definitely on the first two drives, uh, one of the plays got a holding call against the Saints, and I, I think it was his fault because he just was dancing in the backfield a little bit too much. And uh, the guy, the defender, went to pull away, and Pete grabbed him. But uh, if he would have hit his hole like he was supposed to, then that wouldn't have been a holding. Uh, that wouldn't have been a holding on that play. So, yeah, I mean, you know, that's, that's like I said, like 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 we said last time, that's just apples and oranges right there. But um, yeah, but but it was that it was that play in particular. You're right. I'm glad you pinpointed that play. It was that play in particular that he needed to bounce that outside a lot quicker. Right. 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 And what you see with the lead backs is they already a step ahead of that. Right. They already planning their second move. So a, a lot of their lead backs would have already bounced that out. And again, I'm cherry picking. The man is great, right? Right. Um, but I'm just starting to say, I'm just starting to question his uh, vision just a little bit, you know, uh, this season at, at points last season as well. But uh, again, we cherry picking. Yeah, yeah. That's, you know, Kamara's still a great bag. We're not complaining. I'll take it. <laughs> uh, what about on defense first half? So. I saw the same defense we've been seeing for the last four to five weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty, pretty stout. Uh, they Atlanta did a better job of getting rid of the ball this week, so we didn't have as many opportunities uh, to back the quarterback, but uh, we still contained the running game, which we do first and foremost, force them to throw the ball a lot. Don't respect their play action. So I think in the first half, the uh, the defense looked much like they had the past four or five weeks. Yeah, I think in the first half, uh, I, I I would say that. Because, um, I mean, I think their first three three or four possessions, it was three and out. So um, I, I think you can't complain with that, uh, with that result um, as far as on the defensive side. I do think – they had a few opportunities to get to the quarterback today, and I thought that they they didn't. And uh, Matt Ryan's had times had a had more time than I thought he should have had back there. But um, every you know every week is different. You know you can't expect to make adjustments. You know they call out the offensive lineman in certain situations, but they they probably came out this week and definitely didn't want the same result from what happened to him um, two weeks ago. So, uh, good job by them just playing a little better on the offensive line, giving Matt Ryan uh, more time to um, to get the ball away. But I thought our secondary played really well. Um, and I thought um, Dennis Allen did a good job of going to zone once Patrick Robinson went down because they was going to keep torching uh, P.J. Williams over there. So that was a good job of him just going back to a zone coverage and not leaving PJ on that man to man because um, it was going to take advantage of um, it was going to take advantage of him whoever he was lined up against. So um, that was just a good move just to go back to man and you know because um, Patty Grab was doing good until he went out. I, I don't think he ever came back in the game either. They, I know they say it was questionable, but I don't, I don't believe he came back in the game though. 
No, he didn't. And I, I don't want to take anything away from Dennis Allen, but, I mean, he had no choice yeah. uh, but to go to the zone. At, at that point, we couldn't leave P.J. Williams on the island with either one of those receivers. Right. And uh, that was a huge injury, even though we sustained mm-hmm. uh, our defensive dominance in the first half. There was adjustments made in the second right. half um, where that, you know, they exploited a lot of what we were trying to do, but we'll, we'll get to yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, I thought, uh, <laughs> thought old PJ, you know, uh, I'm not going to crap on PJ too much. I think PJ is a, a, a decent nickel cornerback. Um, he just, you know, you just can't put PJ against uh, your, uh, a lead raw receiver because uh, he's going to get torched. But um, first half, I thought defense played solid, though. Um, like I said, you can't argue with the result. Yeah, I think we held them, we held them to three field goals in the first half. So, uh, good job of maybe bending a little bit and not breaking. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, it's not a knock on PJ, man. I mean, PJ is what he is. He's primarily a nickel corner, which means he primarily operates out of the slot. So, uh, his, that's his strength, right? Short area quickness, uh, being able to react quickly to things happening fast. But when you put him on the outside, that's his weakness, right? So <clears throat> any team in the NFL, if you have to go to your third option at cornerback, you're probably in yeah. trouble. Yeah. Right. So, but I, I have to say, uh, you got to feel confident saying, hey, he's not great, but if PJ. Williams is your third cornerback, then you're probably pretty solid yeah. that cornerback. And that's why that's the way I feel about having Patrick Robinson back there too. It's a confidence knowing that you have a Patrick Robinson on the team. Um, you know, when you lose a cornerback, which which we definitely experienced this year multiple times now. If somebody down, we have a man that could back up and um and, and be productive, you know. So I think, uh, I think yeah, I, they played a lot of yeah, football. I think uh, the the cornerback coach don't get enough credit for that. Um, Terry Glenn, I believe that's who he is. That's yeah, Aaron Glenn. Glenn yeah, and he's uh he's does he he's been doing a good job the cornerback. You know, they because um, I think today really our cornerbacks played really well. Um, first half, cornerbacks played. Really <laughs> right. <laughs> right, right. Really well in the first half. I thought we we did a good job of locking up a couple of times. Matt Ryan had some time back there, but he he, he nobody was open, so we had to throw the ball away or uh, make, a, make a short pass, and we just came up and tackled them. So we could go right into the second half um, on offense. Um, I'll let you start. All right, the first possession of the second half I thought was outstanding. It was probably our best drive of the game. Um, Seven yards, I mean, seven plays, I believe, 75 yards ended in a touchdown. Um, I was really impressed with the way we came out in the second half. Now, we only went to the second half up by what? Was Uh, it one? Nine or 14. 14-9, right. <clears throat> so, 
one thing we didn't touch on in the first half that were key moments in that game. Uh, you kind of mentioned it, but we didn't go into any depth of um, shooting ourselves in the foot. Couldn't get out our own way. All right. So two key moments of the first half that trickled down to the second half was the missed field goal from 40 yards. That's that's a chip shot for him, you know. And for him to miss that was pretty rough, and it paid huge dividends later in the game. And another play was the drop pass by Cooks on fourth and yeah. seven. That was that was two huge momentum could have been momentum shifting right. plays in the game. That's how they stayed in the game. Those are possessions where we should have come away with points. That's at least six yeah. points. Right there, that we should have come away with. They don't seem like big things at the time, but then when you finish in a one possession game, you realize uh, exactly how huge those plays were down the line. So, uh, yeah, the second half came out very impressive. I think Taysom Hill was in a good rhythm. Uh, we had the running game going a little bit, and we finished that first drive with a touchdown. Okay. Yeah. Uh, just to piggy off, big. Piggyback off of that, um, not, I, you know, like I said, you, you almost have to be perfect when you in a limited offense because um, you know the plays are they, they run a certain plays for for Jason Hill, right? And he and he did a good job. I mean, going back to that Jerry Cook drop, I mean that ball hit him right in the hand. I mean. Right. And, um, <laughs> my brother actually said today, he was like, "Man, what's going on with Jerry Cook? Like he's been dropping the ball." I say, "Well, if you if you go back to when Jerry Cook really played with the Rams and when he played with the Raiders, that was something he always had a problem with. Jerry, right. he he would drop the ball from time to time, um, the ball to get away from him. So you don't have the greatest hands, but I mean, I still like him as a tight end, but." Um, he would have moments like that. Um, you just hope that he doesn't have those moments in the fourth quarter. <laughs> you know what I mean? When you really need, when you really need a a catch by something like that. But he does have flashes where he's inconsistent catching the ball. But um, the Saints definitely on offense just squandered away opportunities. Um, I I thought we should. Up in the first half, potentially seventeen, uh, seventeen and nine at least. Like I said, the missed field goal coming off the board. Um, well, I say seventeen, but twenty-four at least. You you, you could have potentially had twenty-four um, points if uh, if Cook didn't drop that first down. We was driving pretty well on that drive. So, um, I, I just going into the second half, I just thought that we we moved the ball, but like you know, we're not coming away with we didn't come away with many points in the second half either. Too so, um, and to me that's a fail a little bit. You know, you you say yeah we moved the ball, but you didn't score any points, and the turnover was huge. So because that's when we was able to potentially push the score to to twenty eight, right? Yeah, I think the time mm -hmm. we were able to push that score to twenty eight, which I thought that would have that would have sealed the game because I thought I was good enough to to hold them a little bit. But that was a huge turnover. Uh, turning point on offense right there, but um, I, I think you always got to measure your offense about uh, touchdowns, points, and um, 
I thought we just didn't do a good job in the second half scoring any points, which kept Atlanta in the game and made us pull our hair out and stress, you know, again about a a game that we kind of could have had in our we could have had it in control, you know. We could have had that game locked in earlier um, and really forced Atlanta to be predominantly throwing the ball the whole game or throwing the ball in the second half. But we didn't. We kept them in the game. We made it interesting all the way to the end. Uh, I even had a chance at the end there to to, to win the game, really. So um, just got to do a better job on offense throwing the ball, you know. Yeah, I think we have to find better balance. I think we have to lean on the run game a little bit more than we do. That's going to open up the play action uh, passing game. I really think Taysom Hill didn't have many bad throws today. Uh, He was pretty precise. There was some drops out there that's a little troubling, but uh, he was pretty precise, man. And the thing I love is the – the uh, relationship he has with Michael Thomas, man. I, I love seeing him back involved in the offense and making plays and um, being the, the, you know, the guy that we used to him being. And so uh, I think they have pretty good chemistry, especially I, I'm and, and I tell people this all the time. People make fun about Michael Thomas of being a slang guy and only averaging you know, eight, nine yards per catch, things like that. But, man, our offense, the way we run our offense is not set to throw the ball down the no. field. It's not designed to throw the ball down the field. And with Drew Brees' limited arm strength, that's the elephant in the room, a lot of people say, um, you know, they talk about it, but some don't want to talk about it. It's mm-hmm. there. It's real, right? So, but what you do notice is a guy uh, with that kind of arm strength, he's able to get down the field. He's still not going to be a deep threat, but some of the routes that he uh, that he's running are already, uh, we can extend those routes further down the field because we have a quarterback that can uh, throw the ball with some velocity and get it further down the field, put him in one-on-one situations. He's going to win those nine yeah. times out of ten. Yeah. So, so, I really um, – I think we got away from some of the things that we do well. I think Sean Payton got a little cute mm-hmm. in the second half. Um, we got a little sloppy, and we had some pretty um, big holding calls that that turned out to be yeah, drive killers. Man, I tell you one play I do hate still. Hate mm-hmm. that tight end screen. I just don't understand why we run that. Just... I love the tight end screen. I love it. Why? Yes. Mm. I'm. I'm gonna tell you why. And they didn't run into uh, to Hill the day they they ran into the rookie uh, Trout. Yeah. The only reason I love it is because nobody else runs it, and it catches you off guard every time. It's it's not about putting the that play is not designed to put the ball in the hands of your most explosive offensive weapon. It's to catch you by surprise, <laughs> like that's that's what it's designed to do. And I I think that uh, that rookie didn't run that route the way he was supposed to, and it kind of got blown up. But uh, you look at it when we run it, man. We have we we've had some pretty decent success with Josh Hill 
when he runs it. When he runs it, and again, it's it's kind of gimmicky, but uh, I, I like it when it's run correctly with the right personnel, and and it's always run run well with Josh Hill because nobody expects him to get the yeah. ball. I mean, I guess uh, <laughs> I guess the reason why I don't like it is because uh, you, you, not a rookie, he has a little uh, speed them, but you're running with um, people who are not athletic, uh, at least on our team anyway. And I just think that, you know, it, it could be bust open more than it could, could go for a uh, positive game. So I, I don't know. Now, Atlanta's not the greatest team to run that on. One thing about the Atlanta defense, you can say what you want about them. Yeah. They fast. They have speed all over the field. And, you know, they're they athletic. That's not their downfall. Their downfall is primarily between the ears, and they're undersized defense, you know. And uh, they value speed over size, and that's what hurts them a lot, in a lot of situations. That's why they can't get any – any pass rush. All right. Yeah. I agree with that. I don't know. I still don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we can agree to disagree, brother. I, I, I understand. I understand. Everybody try to like it, man. But man, every time I see it, I'm like, Ugh. but Blue can't even make anybody miss. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, why I run that? But I guess it's, it's a it's a wrinkle. It's a wrinkle, you know, give you something else. But sometimes uh, you run certain plays to set up other plays too. So um, it's all part of the chess match uh, on offense too. So um, I mean, I get that. I get that. So uh, well, which, let's go to defense then in the second half. How you think those boys did? In the third quarter, I think they played well again. As we got into the fourth quarter, I think there was some slip. Well, I'm going to be honest with you. The slippage really didn't come. The, mo- the, the, the momentum shifted after we had just made a good play. Carl Grandison uh, got in and caused a fumble, uh, which was originally ruled as an incomplete pass. Uh, it was then reviewed in turn of... Uh, turned out to be a turnover in our favor. I thought the ball game was over at that point. All right. Even if we only get three right there, it's 24 to nine. What I believe about seven minutes or so left in the game uh, with our defense pinning their ears back and understanding they're going to be throwing the ball, I thought the game was over. Uh, But if you listen to Jonathan Vilma on that drive, he said, I would love to see them run the ball, run clock, kick a field goal, and put this game away. He says, but I know Sean Payton, and he wants to be aggressive. And he's going to want to throw the ball down here to get some reps for Taysom Hill so he can see how he can throw the ball in the red zone in a short field. Hmm. And that caused a turnover. <laughs> So again, this is this is just some of the things we have to deal with with Sean Payton being a little cute sometimes, being a little bit over aggressive. But uh, that was huge after just causing a turnover to then turn the ball back over inside the ten yard line, gave that team momentum, 
and ultimately end up giving up the first touchdown um, in like 43 possessions. is a key part of the game. Um, and I know my boy Lattimore was, got beat a few times there, but some of those throws, man, is just so much like a, it's almost like a basketball move, right? You got a good off, off player against a good defense player. Sometimes that defense player could be right there, but if the, that throw is on point, then there's nothing you can do about it. I thought Matt Ryan made a couple of good throws to Julio Jones and to uh, Ridley on their touchdown drive. That I thought was well, even the drive that they wanted to go in and score a touchdown on. I thought he made some really good throws um, against against um, Lattimore. That was just it was just perfect throws, man. It was especially that one when he was going to the left and uh, he dropped that ball in for for Ridley on that pass. I thought that was, I say, man, that was real. That's all I can say. That's a You know, sometimes you can't do anything about a perfect ball. But I also want to say too that um, our defensive line didn't do a good job in the second half at all. Like I don't think that um, we had enough pressure on on uh, Matt Ryan because he he was kind of doing a little bouncing back there, and I was like, okay, pressure, get there. Like where y'all at? You know. And I thought I thought in this game that the defensive line didn't show up when they had opportunities to get to Matt Ryan. You know, he kind of had time with credit our our back end to be able to hold up, even though our defensive lineman wasn't getting there um, to play solid defense on the back end. I thought that was pretty impressive. Well. The thing that hurt the defensive line, and you're talking to a former defensive lineman that played for an awful <laughs> football team in high school. So I know about this. One thing, man, is no matter how good you are, no matter how much energy you bring, <clears throat> if you're asked to do something over and over and over and over again, you start to get tired, right? And so with the offense being spotty in the second half, I think there was like three consecutive uh, possessions where it was punt, punt, and fumble. Uh, you're putting your, you know, you're putting your defense in a, a a pretty bad spot. Continuing to come on the field, not getting rest on the sideline. Also, people always talk about the rest factor when it comes to being rushed back on the field as a defense. It also does not allow you to sit with the coordinator or to sit with your position coaches and make adjustments to the things you're seeing on the field, right? That those are some key elements that go on on the sideline. It's not just about rest. It's also about sitting there having those conversations. Hey, man, what do you see? I'm seeing this. We need to do this. When we see this, when those conversations get cut short, uh, it, you know, it kind of disrupts um, the things that you have planned and thing and the conversations you're having on the sideline. So I think the defense did uh, start to tire some from being on the field too much uh, due to the offense. Being ineffective in the second half. I mean, but at the you know, at the end of the day, they still only gave up seven points right. in the second half. You know, which is pretty huge. I think the turning, I think a huge play in that game was after Atlanta scored the touchdown, right. actually got the ball back and was driving again. The third and two, 
Atlanta called the dumbest play that I loved. It was dumb, but I loved him. The pitch um, yeah. to Ty Gurley. And I'm sitting here like, yo, they, they really about to pitch this. Have they not seen our run defense? So, right. So they pitched this ball to Ty Gurley, who is has aged like eight years since he was right. all pro with the Rams. Uh, and man, there you go, Chauncey Gardner and um, and fifty six were all over it. Man, that was a huge play. You go from third and two to fourth and nine, uh, which yeah, yeah, which means you got to go at the end zone. At that point, double team Julio. So I think that was a key moment in that game and led to us uh, oh, yeah. walking away Good with victory. by PJ Williams on that play, too. It was. It was. And it was a good defensive call because, like uh, Vilma said, he knew he had help in the inside. So he didn't have to bite on any inside move. He kept his uh, outside leverage, trusted that the safety. Uh, was going to come in and do his job, which he did. Right. And it led to some great you know, I, can, I can honestly say I'm really impressed with the Saints. I, I mean, I think um, people don't – I don't – you know, sometimes you look at flashiness and stuff like that, man. But, man, we are winning without our starting quarterback. We, look how many ways we didn't win this year, Tim. We, we didn't win without our starting cornerback. We didn't want, we won without our starting uh Robert receiver who led the league in receiving yards last year. We we won without um our defensive tackles and stuff. We we won without so many people throughout the course of the year. And to be playing at the level which we are playing or playing now, I think is is very impressive. Um defensive is impressive. Even on the offense, man, even in the struggles. You gotta say it's it's impressive. It's a complete team win. Offense is um, doing enough sometimes, and sometimes uh, the defense is playing above and beyond expectations. So I think it's just it's just a great season for us thus far. I just think it's credit to the Saints, credit to the organization, credit to credit to Sean Payton, man. And those guys coming out ready to work every every game, and they hungry right now, man. Definitely. I think the part of everything that you just said that does not get enough credit is the next man up mentality, right? This team is so deep at every position that there's not a position that they lose a key player from that mm-hmm. they suffer, right? They would think about a couple years ago, This and this was just, what, two years ago when uh, I believe Marshawn Lattimore was out that game. They replaced him with Ken Crawley uh-huh. against the Falcons. And he ate yeah. him alive. They replaced Ken Crawley with P.J. Williams and then <laughs> ate him alive. Right. You know, just two years ago. And you saw the, the fall off uh, from having to go to our bench at that point then and teams were able to exploit Anywhere we lost a key player, but now any position, whether it's quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end, 
offensive line, no matter where we lose a play at, the next man fills in so admirably that we forget yeah. these guys aren't playing. Right. <clears throat> so you have to give a lot of credit to the organization. You have to give a lot of credit to the players. Um, I, I listen to a lot of talk radio and a lot of Saints talk, and I heard one guy ask a question a couple of days ago. He said, who is the most irre- irreplaceable player on the Saints team? Hmm. Good question. And he said, there is none. He said, at one point, it was Drew Brees, right? Like, you lose him, like, there's no chance. But now we 8-0 in the last two years with, with without him. And it's not like we necessarily squeaking right. past people either. You know, so now, nah, man, you got you have to credit the organization, the coaching staff, uh, the players, the scouting departments. You have to tilt your hat to them, man. We are as deep of a team as there you is in the NFL. Fine, man. You, 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 you don't, you don't, you lose everywhere. You, you lose Pete for a couple of the games, and you know. Don't get me wrong. We want those players in there. We, you know, you don't want to lose your all-pro tackle, right, because he protects your quarterback. But just being able to plug those guys in on the offensive line and on the defensive line. Because I think Malcolm Brown didn't play today. Huh? Is it? Uh, he did. He did. Sheldon Rankins came back today. So he took a lot of those snaps, especially in the second half when they're passing the ball a lot. So, yeah, he took a lot of those snaps. But no, man, yeah. I mean, exactly. Listen to what you just said. Malcolm Brown didn't play. You didn't didn't even notice because whoever they put in there performed. I thought he was hurt or something. Right. What? (laughs) See? Well, let's let's go to to the grades, Tell On offense, Mm -hmm. I'm uh, – that's a good one, though. Offense, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give the offense a C. Yeah, this, a this, C? this is why I thought we were. I thought Taysom Hill had a good game, okay, but mostly in the first half. I thought in the second half we wasn't as productive as, as I would like, you know, because we didn't score. We didn't score. Uh, we scored seven points, but that was it. I'm gonna go with a C, C plus. I have to go with a B. Anytime you have 424 total yards, and the quietest cat, we rushed for 207 yards in this game. Like it, it, it may not have always looked like it, but the combination of Taysom Hill and Kamara. Yeah. Taysom Hill, uh, 27 to 37, 232. His first two NFL touchdown yeah. passes. Yeah, and 83 yards rushing, man. And Kamara, 207 yards. I got to give them a B. And the only reason I'm not giving them the A is, like you said, the lackluster performance in the second half with not being right. able to finish with points. Uh, but now, nah, 424 yards, I you know, got to give them a little love for that. <laughs> they love you, Tim. <laughs> they're, gonna, they're, gonna, they're gonna love you for that, man. They, they, they just had a lot of, of players yeah. And, you know, just wasn't fluid enough for me today. But you know, I, I, B, 
Backup quarterback, man. Yeah, I show love for that. Uh, but uh, defense, I'm, I'm going to give the defense an A. I'm going to give defense an A today. Yeah. I see, they're going to love you. Hell, I always <laughs> say the right now, I believe, is on the defense a lot just because you not don't have your starting quarterback in there. And for them to come out and perform again um, against your division rival, to come out and perform, I thought they did a good job. I think they did a good job as well, which is why I'm going to also give them a B. Um, and, again, the only reason I'm not giving them an A is because of the penalties. Right? And uh, those penalties kept drives alive and kept Atlanta in that game. questionable, too. Uh. Yeah, yeah. Some of them were. Some of them were just bad. You know, some of them were Chauncey, uh, you know, just grabbing a guy by the waist. And when he didn't have to, you know, a couple of those I thought were questionable because I didn't think the balls were catchable. Uh, but yeah, it's neither here nor there. Um, ten penalties, you know, that was pretty rough. Uh, at least seven of those had to be on the defense. And it seemed like at least six of the seven had to be in the second half. Uh, those last couple of possessions. So I'm a I'm gonna give them a okay. B. I'm gonna give them a Especially I'm going to a C. Um <laughs> C minus. Huh. We not flipping the field in a punting game. We should. We missed a uh, 40-yard field goal, which was huge, man. This turned out to be a one-possession game, you know, where we we on the edge of our seats hoping that we can get this stop because if they score the touchdown, you know, they go up and they win the game, where those extra three points would have given us some cushion. Now they had to score a touchdown right. to get a two-point yeah. conversion. Yeah. So – between being ineffective in the punting game and the missed forty-yard field, hey, bro, I can hit a forty-yard field goal. I'm lying. I'm lying. But, <laughs> but, hey, but I got a, I have a nephew, man, in California. He hitting from forty-two yards at thirteen years old. So we need to hit these yeah, field goals. I mean, especially in the dome, man. You don't. With no noise and no wind, no nothing, you missed. You know, you missed a forty-yard yeah. goal. I think that was uh, that that was unacceptable. You know, uh, yeah. Then yeah. your hamstring hurt all of a sudden when you. Like, when you, uh, you, nah. you normally automatic, so we we yeah. giving you a little bit of a pass, but you gotta hit that. Right. That's, just, that's barbecue chicken. Barbecue chicken. Um, I'm gonna go Michael Thomas, man. (laughs) (laughs) Man, great minds think alike, but um, no, man, I really think, um, you know, he converted some. Big time plays down, down the stretch in that game, you know, just 
just being that security blanket when nothing else was going, uh, when we in a uh, third and long situation, um, he came through time and time again. And it's not like he was run, running wide open, man. He was coming down with the right. 50-50 ball every yeah. time. Uh, so, yeah, just being that safety out that I give him that. Emmanuel Sanders, that? what do you think about his role? Like, I know, I don't, do you think he's struggling a little bit because Drew Brees not in there? Definitely. Definitely. I think his role is underutilized at the moment, uh, and they have to find ways to get him the ball more. You know, I don't think people watch him play in Denver. Okay. Man, that dude, he's somebody you could get the ball to. Yeah, it's about chemistry, man, and he does, he just doesn't have that. He struggled early on to get chemistry with Drew Brees, and then once he started develop that, developing that chemistry, Brees goes down. Uh, so now you back to trying to develop chemistry with another quarterback who – and rightfully so, man, when he gets in trouble, when he needs to make a play, yeah, like he said, he's looking for 13. <laughs> and that's not yeah, a bad decision. Look, right? everybody so, named with Michael pretty think, good like Michael Jordan, you know. I just thought I'd throw stand up. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. You got that. You got that. But Taysom Hill pretty good, man. He number, you know, and uh, he number seven. LeBron going to get seven, but that's a whole nother conversation. We'll be here for a long time. We're going to do that one day, yeah. We're going to do that one. Oh, let's do it. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm telling you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Man, that's it, man. Look, guys, I thank y'all guys for tuning in uh, again, uh, giving giving ear or to chop it up with Ike, uh, listening to me and James give our thoughts on this week's game. See you guys next week. Have a great rest of your week. Be safe and take care. Who that? Who that?